If you're listening to this in real time, February to early March 2023, then you're in time to register for the Short Form Funnel Summit. It's completely free March 3rd through 6th, and it's audio only, which means you don't have to spend a whole bunch of time on social media or staring at a screen. What we're really doing is sharing words from experts to help you have short form video that converts potential followers into subscribers on your email list and sales for your products, which is what we really want at the end of the day. We're gonna be talking about TikToks, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, Facebook Reels, and even short form video on platforms like Twitter and LinkedIn that get a little bit neglected and ignored. If you know you're gonna be busy that weekend, or if you know you want a little more support, there will be an option to upgrade to an all access pass and the price will go up closer to the dates. So if you know you're gonna to wanna to get that, get it as soon as possible so you can save it. All those links are in the show notes, or if you need a little more info, you can DM me on Instagram over at Brittany Verlenich. Hello and welcome to the Social Media Magic Podcast, the perfect podcast for TPT sellers, teacherpreneurs, and teacher business owners who consider themselves to be introverts. Each episode shares all kinds of ideas, tips, tactics, and strategies to help you make more sales and grow your community on social media. Without further ado, let's get on to today's episode. Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Social Media Magic Podcast. My name is Brittany Verlenich, and I am so glad you're here. We talk all things social media strategy and how we can have online omnipresence without being online all the time. So essentially what we're doing is evergreening our social media as much as possible and getting super clear and strategic on what we're here to do and say, who needs to hear it the most, where we need to be sharing that message, and how we want to share that message. I am all about copywriting and messaging. I think those are foundational skills when it comes to creating compelling content that slows the scroll and converts followers into leads and customers. So let's get into it. This is the first in a series all about Instagram for introverts. I hope you like it. Gotta love a good alliteration. In this episode, we are zooming out and looking at Instagram with a bird's eye view. We're looking at the overall strategy for small businesses in 2023 and how they can use Instagram to get more leads and more sales because at the end of the day, Those are the two things we need to be able to have a consistent sales flow or at least a client flow in our business. You only need three things when it comes to marketing to have a steady flow of clients and sales. You need to have a way for people to discover you, a way for you to nurture existing audience who could either be current leads or future leads, prospects, followers, subscribers, and you need a way to promote your offers and sell what you have going on. When we break it down that way and make it seem so simple, It's easy for someone to hear that and go, oh, well, if it's so simple, how come it hasn't been easy for me? And so first, I just want to address those feelings and say, if you felt like this has been so complicated, it's probably because really skilled marketers have made it seem so. And think about it. It makes sense. If you're selling courses about email marketing or about some certain way to make money, then of course, you're going to be incentivized to say that your thing is the one thing. Oh, if you have an email list, everything will start working. If you figure out Instagram, everything will start working. Please let me be the first to tell you as someone who is on social media a lot for myself and for clients, there is no magic pill for business success or marketing magic. If there was one, I would say getting really clear on why you're here and what you want to say helps. But even then, if you were to get really clear on your messaging, but then you were never to put yourself out there, it wouldn't really do much for you, right? So we want to be intentional with what we want to say what we really want to do, 
and how we want to do it. So that's a strategy. But we need to know what the strategy is. We need a way to reach people, to nurture our audience, and we need a way to sell to them. On Instagram, there are several ways that you can get discovered, and sometimes they're actually off of Instagram. So when we think about Instagram, we're not saying that Instagram is the only thing we're doing, because when we think of an overall marketing funnel, which I don't even like calling them that, there are a lot of marketing words I honestly don't like, but for the lack of a better word, at the moment, maybe I'll come up with something new, you want to think of where Instagram falls in that funnel for you. And if you've heard me present at conferences or summits before, then you might already know I am a huge fan of the mini funnel. I think having long form, long term funnels are great. I mean, we love SEO, search engine optimization, and people finding us that way. That is one way that we can get discovered, but it does tend to be a slower burn. So while you might have already heard about long term list building strategies in the background, you have a blog, people come to your blog, they opt into a freebie. After the freebie, they get a welcome sequence. After they've gone through the welcome sequence, they get an email newsletter, and then Maybe they open up this email and maybe they click on that email and then maybe after clicking on the thing, they decide to buy and then after they decide to buy the low ticket thing, maybe they buy the upsell or the trip bar or the high ticket thing. Whew, you can just see there are so many steps in those long form funnels and they work. I don't want to say they don't work, but we do want to think about all the different ways where people could kind of fall off in that. We're just busier and more distractible than ever. So when we think about where Instagram falls in that funnel, yes, you technically could build a full mini funnel on Instagram, but typically you have at least one other thing going on. So this is up to you. You can choose to go really hard on posts organically on the platform and make that the core way you get discovered. You could do this with strategic hashtag use. You could do this with reels. You could do this by going live on either your own as your own account as a show and or you can go live with other people so that you get exposure to their audience as well. And that means that they get exposure to you. So you get to cross pollinate each other's audiences. You can choose to do this exclusively by only going live with other people, or maybe you have your own weekly live show where you position yourself as an authority. And then you have another weekly show where you get in front of someone else's audience. And in this episode, we're not diving too deeply into any of these tactics. Remember, we're looking at the overall bird's eye view of the strategy and then figuring out what you wanna do. Because that is something that's so important is you are the business owner. You get to choose what your business looks like, what you include, what you exclude. And even if you say no to something, that doesn't mean you can't decide you want to integrate it later. That's totally fine. But if you do want to use Instagram, you want to be strategic about it. So those are some ways that you can market exclusively on Instagram to get discovered. You can also create shareable, some people call it viral content, but I don't really like saying that because even the best content creators never really know when something's going to go viral. In fact, a lot of times we create this ingenious, what we think a genius piece of content, and that's not actually what does well. What performs well is something that we put like two seconds of thought into. You just never know. And just because something goes viral, just because it has a lot of reach, which means a lot of people see it, does not necessarily mean that those are all your ideal people who will actually buy from you. And even if they are your ideal people who happen to see that post, it doesn't mean that they'll necessarily move further into your funnel, right? Like they might follow you and then forget about you and never interact with you again. So again, I'm a big fan of creating those mini funnels on your platform itself so that you have a lower chance of that happening. And then of course, build those longer form funnels in the background. So let me just recap those again. As far as getting discovered on Instagram, you can one, have a weekly live show where people come and discover you maybe through hashtag use or by people sharing it. Two, through strategic hashtag use, either on carousel posts, feed posts, 
or on the reels themselves. Three, you can create shareable content, quote cards and posts with compelling graphics. Things you share to your stories are great for this because they're easy for people who love you and what you're saying to share it to their own feeds and to their own stories. And of course, going live in front of other people's audiences so they can hear about you too. Of course, I have to mention SEO here. It's becoming especially important in 2023 to be strategic with the actual copy in your captions. So make sure that you are making use of keywords and do a little bit of keyword research. You can use apps like Ubersuggest or Surfer SEO, I believe it's called. I mean, there's literally so many, but just think a little bit. And if you can plan ahead and think, what is it that I'm promoting this month? Do I have a new product line coming out? Do I have a course that I'm launching? Do I want to grow my membership? Is there some kind of product line or suite of digital offers that I want to have? The more ahead you can think, also adding a added benefit of this is you'll be less stressed so it can be more strategic and more well thought out. So remember to embed those keywords in your post. Don't keyword stuff. Always make it sound natural. Remember that when we're creating content, we don't want to get too wrapped up in the trends or what we think is going to work for the person who lands on it. We want to make sure we're creating good content. That should be your first priority all the time. You should make something that you are proud of, that makes you smile, that makes you feel like you've done a good job. And that is just going to keep you building the habit of creating more and more content. And you're going to get better over time naturally as you learn how to use the features, you learn more about the platform. I am on Instagram a lot, you guys, a lot. I don't even want to tell you what my screen time is for that app. And I just discovered today, which this might be really silly. You're like probably thinking, Brittany, I've known about this. I did not know that you could send video messages in Instagram. I've just never used it, even though I've seen the button. And so today I sent one and said, wow, that is really nice. So what a great way to be able to build connections with followers and possible leads. If you are not sending voice notes yet, by the way, that's another fabulous way. So we also want to consider SEO for our posts themselves. And then we also want to consider strategic calls to action. So I mentioned earlier that if someone's following you and they love you and they love your content, they might want to share it to their stories. And isn't it awesome when they love something so much, they share it to their stories organically. And maybe even if it's with a reel, they maybe even like put their own spin on it and talk about it. That's awesome because then you get exposure to the people who are following them as well. And you get the added credibility of that person saying, hey, I like this person. Go follow them because I've learned X, Y, Z from them. But sometimes people just who would be happy to do that just need to be asked. So remember to use strategic calls to action as well. I am a big fan of giving people a quick win and not asking for something straight away. So for example, if you're on YouTube, just think about when you go onto a YouTube video. If you've never seen someone before, you're looking up how to do something on Excel. And this person says, hey, I have these many kids and I'm from South Florida and we moved here because I wanted to have more fishing time. And by the way, if you like Excel, you should like this video and subscribe to my channel. And I'm sitting here like, I haven't even learned anything from you yet. I don't even know who you are. I have no interest or benefit to even honestly watch this video because I'm getting annoyed that I haven't gotten my question answered. That might sound kind of harsh, but that's just how we are. We're all busier than ever. So with your content, try to get to the point right away. Don't give them a reason to click off of it before they've gotten the value and prioritize value first. Don't hide it from them. One thing that I've heard lately that I just love, this was from Sober Powered Life, was a guest on the Smart Passive Income podcast by Pat Flynn. And I love how she said there should be value even on the post itself. So if you have a real cover, what value can embed? Don't 
make someone feel like they have to be tricked and that they have to go watch it and then they have to go read the caption. There should be value for them at every step of the way. That's how you really stand out and position yourself as a leader in the industry. And if you want to do a consultation on that, if you want someone to get an eye on your content, on your offers, and help you create compelling content that actually has a purpose, that's actually profitable, of course, my team and I would love to look at that for you. You can always reach out to me on Instagram over at Brittany Verlenich, or you can just chat me, chat to me in the Facebook group, and we'll set that up. Okay, so we just talked about ways to get discovered on Instagram. We haven't gone too deeply into what each of those look like, but now you just have an idea, okay? But remember that Instagram is also a tool to nurture, depending on how you use it. So maybe you have another way to get discovered. Maybe you're going really heavy into guesting on podcasts, guesting at summits, being a part of collaborative bundles, going live in other people's Facebook groups. Or maybe you have a long-term strategy like a blog, a YouTube channel, a podcast, maybe more than one. And so what you're doing is at the end of every blog post, at the end of every YouTube video, you're asking them to come to your Instagram account. And that's pretty normal, I think, because especially if you're like in your 30s-ish, maybe, I mean, maybe the other decades too, I feel like Instagram has kind of become the new like phone number almost. It's like, oh yeah, if you want to reach out to me, find me here, right? So it's like, except for it's less maybe personal than giving out your phone number, of course. So you don't have to get discovered on Instagram to be able to use it to get more leads and sales. You can use it for the nurturing phase. Stories are great for this, by the way. It really allows you to have a little more freedom because you don't have to worry as much about the aesthetics as you would with your feed. And you don't have to worry maybe about the technical aspects that are holding you up with creating reels or even something like carousel posts. You can literally just hit record, share your thoughts. It can be a little bit messy because the people who have made a point to go and watch your stories are a little bit of a warmer I shouldn't even say lead because they might not be on your leads list yet. They might not be on your email list yet, but they are interested in you and what you're doing. So they're a warmer prospect, I could say. And also what's really handy is all of the stickers that we have with Instagram, all the features, they really allow you to engage and connect with people who are following you so that you can one, create content that they like, it serves them better. So you can better get a better sense of what's resonating with them. And also so you can hear from them directly. So we're not gonna go into all of those ways now, But I'm a big fan of using stories, especially if Instagram is a place where you're going to be showing up and nurturing your audience, almost like you would with a Facebook group or with your email list. And of course, people nurture in the DMs too. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten clients or sales of a certain resource because people reached out to me on Instagram via DM just to ask a question or something. And then we chatted for a little bit and that helped them to make a decision whether or not they needed a certain thing. And usually when people reach out to you, if they've made that effort to reach out to you on Instagram, especially if you're some kind of coach or service provider and they're interested in a course or a membership or some kind of done for you or done with you service that you have, then they're usually, again, a much warmer lead than someone who is just passively following you and forgot about you. So we really want to pay attention to the nurturing on the platform because I think it's really built for that. It's built for connection and relationship building. And then finally, selling to your audience. I know this is something that trips a lot of people up, especially current and former teachers. When we hear the word sell, we just kind of want to run to the hills. We hate the word pitch. Like, ugh, it just makes people feel icky and slimy and weird, and I totally understand. But Instagram is a great place to sell. I mean, in the stories, it's so natural because you can literally just show up, and especially it's, it's easier to not, or I should say, it's harder to feel bad when you've been showing up consistently and when you've been 
on your stories, talking to someone a lot, when you've been creating really valuable content that's helping people find you on the platform, or when you're creating long form content that's leading them to your Instagram profile, it becomes a lot easier to say, hey, I have this membership and you know by now that I know my stuff and I know you know because I see you engaging with me, I see you downloading episodes, whatever. I mean, you can't see the person downloading the episode, but you know what I mean. So at that point, it becomes a lot easier to make the ask. I think people usually fall into two camps. One camp is that they never sell or pitch anything. And so all they're doing is really making themselves a content creator or an influencer who's keeping people on the platform, which that could be your goal if you're looking to buy follower count so you can get yourself a little more clout to be able to work with brands and get sponsors, do kind of like brand deals, partnerships. That could be really cool. I mean, I've got and I come from the travel space. I know people who have gotten free hotel stays for weeks on end who basically get to travel for near free. Some are getting paid to be able to travel these amazing places and stay at resorts they never would have been able to otherwise. That is so cool, especially in the travel space. Or maybe you do have like a content pillar that's about beauty and personal care. And so you want to be able to reach work out with brands or work with brands in that way. That's totally fine. And so you might want to consider that in your strategy, you're going to be creating content more than someone who has a digital product store on a place like TPT, Etsy, or Amazon, and they're just driving traffic and positioning their brand on Instagram. So you really do have to know your strategy. And if you're not sure which content strategy you're using, definitely go listen to, I believe it's episode five of my podcast, where I ask you if you're using the right social media strategy, because that'll help you kind of decide which camp you're in. Do you want to be here to be an influencer and a content creator who keeps people on the platform and engaging and entertained and you're selling kind of access to your audience when you're working with brands, like as an influencer? Do you want to be a content creator, which is someone who gets paid for the skill of creating content? Like maybe you create really aesthetically beautiful videos that really just take people on a journey and help you or you do classroom transformation, something that just makes teachers or whoever's following you go, wow, I love what this person's doing. I want to follow them. Or maybe you're funny or maybe your outfits are cute, whatever it is. There's a reason that people are coming to your content. So whether you're an influencer or a content creator or someone who's using social media for content marketing, which people who I'm talking to are typically in that third camp, you do want to make sure your strategy matches that. So with this strategy episode for Instagram, if you're here, you're probably a small business owner. And to be clear, I mean, an Instagram influencer an Instagram influencer or an Instagram content creator, they are business owners too. I don't want to diminish that because being an influencer is hard work. It's hard work. But I also want to say that you have to make it make sense for you and how you're using the platform. So you do want to be thinking about these things. What are you going to sell? What are you selling? As of right now, I'm batch recording these podcast episodes. You're going to notice a theme. And I mentioned that at the beginning, I said Instagram for introverts. Now I know someone might be saying, well, If we're talking about Instagram for introverts, then why are you talking about DMing and going live? Well, there are are a lot of introverts who are doing this and they're doing such a good job. I don't want you to limit yourself or what you think you're capable of just because you consider yourself to be introverted. There is a huge wide world out there and there are so many ways to market yourself and position yourself as an authority and to grow an audience and build a community and sell your stuff. So don't limit yourself. But we will be talking about introvert-friendly strategies as we start building up this body of work so that you can eventually automate more and then delegate and then eventually eliminate tasks from your own plate, which is such an exciting thing for you. I can't wait for you to have that. If you're listening to this before March 3rd through 6th, 2023, 
we are hosting the Short Form Funnel Summit, me and a couple of other service providers, freelancers, creators, bloggers, and we would love to help you. We would love to help you for free. And the cool thing about an audio-only summit is that you don't have to show up. You don't have to increase your screen time. You don't have to watch a bunch of videos. Think of it as a collaborative secret podcast that you get access to for a limited time. Every day you get a couple more episodes dropping. You get to listen to them. And then if go ahead and just implement it, right? And we will have some opportunities for FaceTime. Like if you want to meet these people and get some hot seat coaching and actually put these things into action, work, chop it out. We do have an all access pass and we'll have the link to that in the show notes as well. The price will go up closer to the event. And then after the event, the summit will be available for Evergreen. So if you're listening to this in the future, you can buy it now, but it will be lower before the event. So make sure that you grab it sooner. We always want to reward people who take action quickly. And if you have any questions about that, again, you can reach out to me on Instagram or you can just mention me in the Facebook group and I'll answer it. So that's it for now. On the next episode, we're going to go a little bit deeper into the first stage of getting discovered. And we're going to talk more tactically about those different things we mentioned, reels, going live by yourself, going live with others, hashtags, and all that. I know we mentioned a little bit, but we're going to go a bit deeper. So if you want for Instagram to be a place where you get discovered, definitely tune into the next episode. If you're not sure, then definitely listen in anyway so that you can make that decision for yourself. Because remember, even if someone were to sell you that, Instagram is the best way. It's the only place to be on right now. You would still get to choose how you show up and use this app because you are the business owner at the end of the day and you get to choose. And the cool thing is you're not locked into anything you choose. You can try it out, see how it works for you. And then if you give it six months and you don't like it, you can just choose to use it differently or not use it at all. You are completely empowered and able, capable to do that. Talk to you soon.